Everyone, close your eyes, take a deep breath, and visualize your happy place. Oh, what's that? You can't actually visualize and now you're upset? Well, if you also related to Grace's hair curling struggles, you may want to take a seat. Because, as it turns out, these quirky characteristics just may be indicators of a nonverbal learning disorder. This episode, Grace is laying down the soft, warm facts on this often overlooked learning disability and sharing some of the controversial ways it manifests in her own life, such as the Boston bump and her inability to do word problems, aka, we all know this, horse train meet cute math. Always the sensible one, Kristen keeps the mood light with a lively discussion on postmortem carcass care and reveals her definitely not spite-based plans to become a fruit tree with an exclusive guest list. Come for the soft warm facts, stay for the diaper arguments. Only in this monumental 30th-ish carcass apple of an episode. They said that we'd grow out of it. Well, the joke's on them, that's just our brains. We're eccentric, loud, and stubborn. And most of our clothing is covered in stains. It's not a deficit of attention. There's just too much to think about. So if executive dysfunction becomes a little too much, if you forgot why you came in this room, or you're hypersensitive to touch, then put on your seamless socks and come join our little flock. Bitches stimming together, we're weirds of a feather. Weirds of a Here we go. Here we go. Miss it's America. Time. Uh, no, thank you. Oh. It's episode thirty. Oh. Episode thirty. Episode thirty. It's episode thirty. Yeah, we don't have a title yet. No, no title to TBD. TBD. Be determined. TB determined. Yeah. I have a warm up question though. All right, let's hear yeah. it. Yeah. I feel like you already know my answer because I've talked about this many times mm -hmm. to you, but we just went on a walk in the cemetery. It was lovely. Hot as balls, it. but it was lovely. Very sweaty. Yep. Yep. Even sweatier now in the pod loft. Getting a nice yeah. bake going. Yep. And not the good kind. Nice to be cozy. Uh, I hate it. What, what's what's going to happen to your body when you die? Are you going to cremate that? That you bitch. Know, <laughs> is that what you're going to say? I wasn't. I held back. <laughs> you can agree that bitch. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm thinking cremation, uh, maybe flung off a cliff would also be cool. Ooh, Ooh. like a catapult? Or what's those Ooh. ones um, where they have like the rope? It's like a... Oh, like a big, I'm picturing like a big slingshot, yeah. Or I kind of want it to be like a cartwheel motion when I'm flung yeah. either sideways or vertical. Yeah. So I either want it to be like, whoa, 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 like a frisbee, <laughs> or I want it to be like vertical, like where a throwing star. Where are you going to land, though? In the ocean. Just a toss into the ocean. Yeah, but eventually your body's going to wash up. You're right. And maybe they'll investigate a murder, and yeah. they'll think that I was a murder victim. Um, uh, and that's a, a good next chapter. You know, Maine has a lot of sharks. Maybe you could be shark food. I'm very scared of sharks, and so I feel like I don't want to give them the satisfaction. Oh, uh, okay. You know? That's fair. Yeah. What about I just you? feel like there's a lot of logistics for that. You know, what kind of catapult? It's probably gonna have have to happen like pretty soon after your death because oh yeah, if you wait too long, you're gonna have like limbs 
fling off as you're like frisbeeing around, you know? <laughs> you're right. I wouldn't get the right frisbee motion. Yeah. It would be more like a bucket of chum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Released into to the, the seagulls. Air. Yeah. Or like the uh, Oregon whale explosion. Oh. Actually, that's what I that's want, maybe. A, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I want to be exploded by way too much dynamite on a yeah. beach and then rain down upon people for miles and have it be written about in the Oregon oh, local paper. Way better. Right? Uh, listeners, look it up. Oregon whale explosion. It's a fascinating story. It's bizarre. Yeah, there's a good dollop episode on it. Oh, the podcast, the dollop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm glad that that just popped into my head. Yeah. You've told me how you, how you want to be cared for. Yep. Post. But I want to tell the listeners. Okay. Because I think it's important. Oh, yeah. Because if I die, it's up to you listeners. Because Grace and I probably will be dying together is what I'm Yeah, because you do everything I do. Yeah, so. so yeah, so we're going to – so she's – I am I don't even want to put you in my will because I know we're going to just go at the same time doing Aww. something dumb. Yeah, we'll be like a fucking Thelma and Louise. Yep, yep. But uh, what I would like to happen is I would like to be cremated and then my urn is going to be actually like a little – like a pot or a vase or something mm. with a seed in it. And that seed is going to be a fruit tree seed. And once I get my tree, uses all my nutrients to grow into a tree, and then I will become part of the tree. And mm. once my tree body is of fruit-bearing age, yes, there will be a list released. And the list will be a series of names of people who, just for funsies, will have to eat my fruit knowing that it's basically me. And they, they have to. They have to. It's legally binding. Okay. And- in what way will this be enforced? Uh, because I feel like they don't sign up for it. You're just choosing a list of like names, like a blacklist almost. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, you, you have to come eat my death apples. Yeah. It doesn't right. have to be apples. Maybe I'll be a peach tree. Ooh. What What would you prefer? What would be your ultimate fruit? There's another question. Well, I think apples do really well in Maine, and I think I'd like to be planted in Maine. You could be a potato. <laughs> <laughs> Eat my potatoes. <laughs> Dig my potatoes out of the, the earth. Ultimate Maine death. Yes. <laughs> and they grew into a potato bush. <laughs> Is it a bush? I think it's some sort of plant. Yeah, it's the I, potatoes are the tubers though. Yeah, they're in the so ground, that's the thing is I don't I think you have to replant those every year. Oh, you're right. So the thing so with the apple tree trees, they last a pretty mm. long time. Cherry trees would be okay, but I don't think they'd do well in Maine. It could be a blueberry bush. I could be a blueberry bush. That would be. <laughs> I think the the apple though, it's got to be an apple that like that's what I'm saying. Like that crunch, you know. So they can really like think about your dead body being a part of things as they're chewing. Yeah, and now my dead body is a part of their alive body, Ooh. Ah. and the cycle continues. Yes, circle also, of life. There's a lot of time for contemplation as you're chewing an apple. A blueberry yeah. is a quick like pop in yeah, the mouth. You're like, oh, that was a blueberry. And now it's done. An apple. apple's like you really got to think about your life choices yep. while you're chewing. Yep. Yeah. All right. And I'm the on list is going to have a hierarchy. So like, obviously, if I only produce one apple, first person on the list has to be that apple so who so you want like the you're trying this is like a spite thing right like it's not a really long a spite term thing it's just like people who i think it'd be funny if they ate my apples <laughs> all right so like who uh well so examples. one the first one at the top of the list is a spite thing because i told him this during uh a midnight surgery it was one of my old attendings who has recently retired and he said i was crazy and i said you just made it to the top of the list <laughs> have fun eating my apples bitch um yeah so, so it is a spite thing it's not a spite thing christopher's gonna be on the list too although he's gonna love it yeah he'll he make loves you into apples. a nice pie he's probably gonna put some peanut butter on me 
Oh. Peanut, that's his favorite snack is peanut butter and apples. That's a good one. So he'll probably, you know, your choice, skip your gif, Christopher. Um, and is this like an annual thing? Where it's you an annual thing, you know? I annually. grow apples every year, right? In the fall. Yeah. You'll grow apples every year. I'll and they'll gather every- to mourn and or celebrate your death, depending yeah. on where they fall on the spite list. It's going to be a weird crowd for sure. <laughs> it's going to be an odd one. <laughs> yeah. So uh, listeners, let me know if you want to be added to the list. I'll add your name. I would like to be on the list uh, just in yeah, you'll the, be number two in the case that I case, don't die exactly when you die. Yeah, you'll be number two. But either way, you'll probably go first. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, I'm all right with that. Okay. Yeah, and I'll yeah. I I'll, don't know if I can make it in this world without you. Aww. 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 Yeah, I'll crunch upon your carcass. Where am I going to move to? Everywhere you've moved, I've moved. Oh, as I hit my microphone. Yes. Which is another story for another day. All right. I think that was a great one. How am I going to know where to move if you're, if you're not <laughs> you're here? not around. How will I know what to do? So, uh, yeah, I want to be an apple tree. And I want to be tossed like a catapult. First yeah. I'm, I'm, you know what? In the nicest way possible, I'm excited for your death. Right? <laughs> I wish I could be around so, for it. That sounds sick. <laughs> you will in spirit. All right. Someone else also get on board with this with me. Yeah. If the- you've got a weird way you want your to happen to your body, how, how do I even phrase this? Uh, post-mortem carcass care. Postmortem oh, carcass care. Oh, that's a great post. PMCC. Yeah. PMCC. What's your PMCC? Like a community college. <laughs> <laughs> you guys go to PMCC? <laughs> <laughs> but really, if you're on board for the Frisbee thing, get in on this with me. And then if you die first, I get to see you flung like a Frisbee. And if I die first, same thing. And isn't that a win-win? And I'll put you on my Apple list. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know what number of the list you want to be. Can't be one or two. It can't be one or two. Everybody up else is up in the air yep yeah all right so uh yeah let us know your pmcc <laughs> and uh i'd love to hear it yeah yeah, yeah. we'll Give post us. something about it on a story oh yeah all right well yeah Should this we- is weirds of a feather an adhd adjacent podcast i'm your host Kristen, and i'm your host grace welcome listeners this is episode 30 woo woo Look at us. Episode 30. A whole feels, number. I know. <laughs> it feels both big, like, wow, 30 episodes, but it also feels like we've been working at this for almost a year. We're only at episode 30. Right. But well, I know we have a lot thrown in there. We you got don't have the bagel bites. Tiny soda. Tiny soda. I didn't even count that as an episode. Yeah. It was so tiny. You didn't need to. Yeah. yeah. Just a little blip. A little blip. But yeah, episode 30, and we've got uh, quite the episode, uh, uh, I would say a knowledge-hitting episode for you today. Yeah, you're going to get some cold, hard facts. Cold, hard facts, so... But not too cold and not too hard because of who we are as people. Yep. Soft, warm facts. How about that? <laughs> it's the best facts of all. <laughs> soft, warm facts. Uh, but first, before we get into our soft, warm facts, do you... <laughs> Do you want to do a little accomplishment? I really do. All right. All right, let's do it. Ready? Little accomplishments, but big in our hearts. Grace, what's your little accomplishment? All right, so this is kind of cheating, but my little accomplishment Cheater! is actually a big accomplishment. Oh! I just, you know, I feel like sometimes the little accomplishments we come up with are actually big accomplishments, and mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to get it twisted. But really, I want to, you know, I feel like we celebrate the big accomplishments, and the little accomplishments, we need to add more celebration in 
And that's the difference. But this week, I'm coming at you with a big accomplishment because we just moved a few weeks ago and we've done a lot to set up and I've done a lot that I'm proud of. Yeah. And I feel like I should be properly celebrated for that. I think you should. Let's hear it. All right. So it's kind of a two-parter where first my sister Lily came up. What's up, Lil? Came up to the house. She helped me kind of think through the design. I'm just feeling very overwhelmed. It's just, you know. I'm a terrible designer. Like, I am I, too. I don't know how to decorate a room. I can't visualize. And also, which we're going to talk about in this episode, I have a nonverbal learning disorder, which means I really cannot like picture a whole room together and how it's supposed to come together. But Lily's very good at that. Lily is very good at that. She's she has a good really designer. good design eye. And so she came up and she's kind of she kind of talked me through certain things and we figured out maybe where we should start with design. So that was very helpful. She helped us find a video game room couch, which was a pleather couch we got at the uh, oh, store. Wait, where's that? It's ugly as sin. It's down in the basement. I, you d- oh, I haven't shown you? I haven't oh. seen this. Well, Ian and Brendan kind of- Excuse s- me. Cue the music. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ian and Brendan kind of set up like a video game smoking lounge down Ooh. in the basement. And so we've got a nice uh, pleather couch down there that it, it's great. It's great. I'm excited. It's what ridiculous. color is it? Brown. It's pleather. I love it. You won't when you see it, but, <laughs> but it's nice and functional. There you um, go. And she brought me a nice plant, which is bringing lots of bees to the house. Ooh, I love that plant. I've been caring for it. It's a sage plant, and Ooh. I've actually been taking care of it and watering it. Be proud of nice. me. Nice. Be proud of all the bees. Oh, good bee pun, Kristen. Yep. yep. Um, and- <laughs> That was terrible. <laughs> and then Karen and Brendan also came over. You guys remember old shit in a, shits in a river, Karen. Shits in a river, Karen. <laughs> we can't. No, Karen from episode 19. 19. Planting positivity. Planting positivity. She's our plant friend. She has so many plants. She's known for more things than just shitting in a river, Grace. You can't just like chop yourself, someone's whole life up to shitting in a river. That was one time. But I feel like I can. And I, I feel like that's one of the most memorable things about her. Just kidding, Karen. You have lots of memorable things about you. But Karen, you're a lovely funny. person. We have lots of memories with you. You can be a lovely person and still be known for shitting in a river. Can you, though? I, I believe I, you can. I, I Poll mean, question. Can you be a lovely person while still being known for shitting in a river? I think Karen is a shiny example of that. Anyways, <laughs> Karen right. is very good at like home organization and figuring out where things should go, coming up with systems. So she has been offering to help me get set up. I've just been so overwhelmed. I don't know where to start. So she and Brendan came over last week. They helped me organize the kitchen and the dining room. They helped me go through all the boxes that had just been like sitting there for way too long. Karen helped me figure out an ADHD friendly flow for the kitchen. So we have, you know, food set up for like breakfast, lunch, dinner. We just, it's just very well organized. I can see where everything is. And she did an amazing job. And I was really proud of myself for accepting her help because I'm not always good at that ah. and then also learning some things and now I have kind of starting to have a bit of an organized house and my brain feels better already nice but also that kind of leads me to another poll question I have so many poll questions should Karen and Lily start an ADHD design and organization business because I say yes they both are like so good it. at that stuff it businesses someone should start but just not us yes but that one is that our theme song? <laughs> it's like a monotone uh, McDonald's. Remember, because we were da, ba, ba. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it. What was that? Because remember, we were going to do that as a routine segment, yeah, and then we just didn't. Yeah, we were going to trade. We it had out a whole song I'm so for it. 
Anyway. <laughs> I didn't even remember we made a song. We did make a song for it, and then we just didn't follow oh. through. All right. Classic. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kristen, what's your little accomplishment? Um, <laughs> so I brought my car in for the yearly inspection. Ooh. Maine, unlike our neighbors to the south of New Hampshire, you have to go in every year and someone has to look at your car and deem it safe for the road. Most states, you don't have to do that. Is it really? Yeah. I know Washington, when I lived in Washington, I was so weirded out and I remember like calling people and asking if I can have my car inspected and they're like for what (laughs) (laughs) yeah they don't do that in a lot of other states crazy so in Maine you have to have this yearly inspection and part of it is that you have to have an updated registration and updated car insurance and last year I came in and not only did I give them car insurance that was expired by accident because I forgot to print out the right form and my registration was also expired and they're like we can't no. <laughs> and this year I was like, I'm going to get it right. I'm going to go in and I had the right insurance and I had my registration on the thing. And then they called me later and they're like, your registration is expired. And I'm oh, like, what the no. fuck? But luckily you can do it online. And the guy was like, just send me a screenshot of the confirmation and we'll just call it. And I was like, dang it. I really tried. <laughs> so close. But yeah, it's all uh, up to date. And and I have like a, the dealership does this like thing where like every so many miles you have to do like a big, I don't know, you had a Subaru. Did you ever do like the alignment and mm. then the fluid flushes of all I the fluids? There's apparently cars have fluid and they well, all need to be flushed. I know that cars mm. have fluid, but well, not just gasoline. There's brake fluid and transmission fluid, which was a new one for me, Mm. and some other fluid. Wiper fluid. Uh, uh, And oil. That's a fluid. Uh, Yeah. Yep. And so all the fluids were changed in the alignment. It was a whole big production. Took all day, and it took a lot of money. But in the end, I got my little sticker. I'm happy. Well, I'm proud of you. That was a big thing, because I always forget to bring that in on time. And Mm. once again, I still forget to do everything on time. But that's okay. But you did it. You pulled it it off. Hold it up. Congratulations. Bump, bump, bump. Bump, bump, bump. I'm fight. And that's my accomplishment. All right. Way to accomplish that. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So since we are going to be kind of diving into, uh, I wouldn't say a super serious It's uh, the most serious topic. topic we've ever done ever. Well, it is a serious topic, but we're not going to be that serious about it yeah. because <laughs> that's I, our style. <laughs> I got a lot to say about this one and I'm kind of just like, I don't know, learning a lot about it, and I'm excited to talk about it, but it's going to be an ADHD-adjacent topic. So before we get into more of our serious-ishness, shall we do a bit of a silly transition? That was some kind of rhyme. I don't know what that was. Uh, close enough. Yeah, let's do a transition. All right. You got anything? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> ah, shit. Yep. Um, Where's Haley when we need her? I know. She's full of transitions. Yeah, she had that great ghost one. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Haunting my dreams. Something we could never come up with. Uh (laughs) This has been a silent transition. I know. It literally, it doesn't Uh, have to be anything that we have no rules. Maybe that's why we have so much trouble with it because we have no structure to it at all. Okay, okay. And so my brain just goes totally blank. You know what this sounds like? It sounds like the, for the Pac-Man. Well, now it sounds like a... Fozzie Bear. Waka waka waka. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Pac Man. This is my, this yeah, is my I guess fidget it does. that Grace won't let me use. Yeah, it does sound like Pac Man. 
That's too loud to use for a fidget. I know. I, I need more quiet fidgets. And it's very difficult. Okay, maybe during this transition, we can yeah. give a little Here's uh, a question. call out for our listeners. Do you have any quiet fidget recommendations? Because every pretty much every fidget we have, even if it's like mostly quiet, if it makes any sound at all, it'll pick it up on the recording. And you know, Kristen will be holding it way too close to the mic. And that will be all that you can hear. Or I'll accidentally throw it on the ground. Yeah. And make a big production of like, you oh speak. my God. Ah, my fidget. Where's my fidgetosaurus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need some kind of quiet fidget. Help us out if you got anything. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, you're still going. Oh. That's it. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. That was a, a painful transition. I was uncomfortable. Yeah, but we did it. And now we're here. Yeah, now we're here. We did do it. We've got some learning disabilities to Woo-hoo! learn about. All right. This episode's ADHD learning corner is nonverbal learning disorders, a.k.a. My Little Learning Disorder. Oh, Yeah. So cute. So, guys, uh, let's talk about, you know, on, was it last week's episode now? Episode, is this episode 30? This Hold is on. episode 30. It better be because we made a big production about it. Shit. This is episode 31? Yeah, I think oh, it is, right? But no, no, because the episode we recorded last time is going to come. The episode we just released with Haley was episode 29. Right. And you said this and is going to come episode- out. This will come out next week. There will be an episode that's coming out this week that will be episode 30. This is episode I thought, 31. I thought you were, right? were going to say this. the episode we recorded last week was just SAGs. Yes, but I was just going to make it. I wasn't even going to put it in order. I was just, this is, I was oh, just going to reverse because you said that. Never trust what I say okay. or listen to you what I say. You said that this one was going to come out before the just SAGs. No, I said this one was going to come out before the bagel bite that we're going to record. Oh. The Just Sags episode will come out this uh, week. <laughs> this whole part shoot, has to come we out. we did a whole thing on episode 30. It's episode 31. <laughs> all right, guys. Son of a bitch. <laughs> all right. Well, that, yeah, that clears things up. All right. All right. <laughs> God, we're so quirky. We just, <laughs> so it turns out. We think this might be episode 31, <laughs> turns out. It's 30-ish. 30-ish, give or <laughs> take a few. 30-ish, yeah, we made we'll it. we'll call it 30-ish. Fuck. Uh, yeah, we did make a big it. deal. We did. <laughs> it was like a five-minute conversation about how this is episode 30. I'm literally like in the process of editing episode 30 for to come out this Thursday. And it's probably la- labeled episode 30. Yes, it is. Yeah. I was just working on so it So now yesterday. we have two episode 30s. 30 A really? and 30 yeah. B. <laughs> Right? Was that episode? Was I don't know. Was it 29? Cue the music. God damn it. Okay. So this is episode 30. Got it's you. episode 30! Yay! For real! Yay! All right. For some reason, I was thinking Haley's episode was episode 29, but it was 28. Did I put 29 on the Instagram post now is the real question. <laughs> yep, I did! That's no. why I was confused. <laughs> Damn it! That's why I was like, "Oh, it's episode twenty-nine. It. I can't because I can't. put it on the cap on the picture." <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> guys! <laughs> All 
All right, talk about getting to see ADHD personified oh, in real time. Remember that that one test that we took that's like, do you make often little mistakes due to not paying attention to the small details? Yeah, 100%. And that would be a big heck yeah. Yes, story <laughs> of my life. All right, so glad we cleared that up. I fucked up the Instagram post. <laughs> so Haley, Haley's episode, Haley's part one episode it's says episode 27 and her part two episode on Instagram says episode 29. <laughs> and 28 never existed. No. Just like when you build a hotel and you skip the 13th floor. It's, it's just like mystery. that. I'm very superstitious about the number 28. <laughs> okay. It's half of 14. That's why. Ooh, no. You know what they say about 14. 14. You don't want to mess with that one. All right. So I guess maybe this is episode 30. Episode. So that would sit, that would mean that episode 29, the real episode 29, right. uh, came out last week. It was just SEGS. In that one, one of my quirks that I listed off was that I cannot curl my hair in like the proper direction. I have a really hard time knowing which direction I have to curl my hair. I have trouble watching myself in a mirror. And I described it as being almost like a disability. Turns out it is a disability and I have it. (laughs) And isn't that fun? Fun, fun, fun. It's good to learn new things about yourself. It is always good to learn. Um, You never know when you're going to be surprised by some new knowledge. Apparently you had a learning disorder this whole time. And it felt like a disorder because it is. Yep. Yep. So I know I'm kind of joking about this. It's not... I mean, it is kind of funny. I think it's. I think it's funny. It's funny how you found out. It is funny how I found out how I was really just going hard about how hard it is for curling my hair, and then turns out it's not just like a skill I'm lacking. It's a straight up disability. So that's kind of comforting to know. And I know that we all interpret the stuff differently, and we all handle the news that we have. You know, ADHD or some comorbidity or other disorder present. I know we handle it differently. I know this may not be funny for all of you out there who might discover you also have this or you have a child who has this. I mean, I have these traits anyways, and I always have had them. Now I just can put a name to the face, face to the name, whatever that whatever that saying is. Label it. <laughs> now I can label it. There you go. We got to get you a labeler. Ooh, I would like a labeler. But just like with ADHD, it's like I'm not even upset. I just am giddy that I have some answers. And so... You know, interpret this however you want. It's different for all of us. It might be devastating for some of you. For me, I think it's just really great to have answers. And I'm making so many connections that like, oh, that's why I have trouble with that randomly. Maybe by talking about this, maybe we can like reach out to some listeners, maybe who are experiencing some of the same things that you are. Yes. Maybe you'll meet some pals with some the same disorder. Yeah, Maybe. and then we can all get together and none of us will be able to I'll mental, curl, mentally you know manipulate a 3D object in space. We can all get together. Yeah. I'll curl all of your hair. Okay. And we'll just have a big old curling party. Okay. We won't be able to go off and do it on our own, but you can uh, for do one, it for us. One night and one night only. Hear that, ladies and gents? Yeah, that's uh, my, my gift to the people. Yep. Uh, we'll With have- this specific disability. Yes. <laughs> Kristen will curl our hair in the proper direction. Yep. And it won't be stressful because we don't have to do it. Yep. All right. So we should probably get into what is a nonverbal learning disorder? What is it? Well, according to Attitude Magazine, a nonverbal learning disorder, or NVLD, may be the most overlooked, misunderstood, and underdiagnosed learning disability. I feel like that's like the theme of the podcast. Yes. And if all those other learning disabilities are overlooked and misunderstood, this one, I guess, shines out against the rest of them. 
of being the most un- misunderstood. Yes, out of all the most mi- misunderstood. Nice. Yeah, there's really not a ton of research out there. I don't, I, I remember this being covered briefly in grad school, but I really don't, which, you know. I have never heard of this until you brought it up. Oh, well, I mean, you were learning about different stuff. I was learning about the stuff in grad school. And even then, I feel like we didn't cover it very much. But once again, that could just be my quirky brain uh, not paying attention. But I really don't remember talking about it very much. And there's really not a ton of research out there. So I thought that's another reason why this is really interesting to talk about because not that many people know about it. Yeah. So this brain-based condition is characterized by poor visual, spatial, and organizational skills, difficulty recognizing and processing nonverbal cues, and poor motor performance. And just like any disorder or disability, it's a spectrum where you may have trouble with some aspects and not trouble with the others, or you may need more support or less support in different areas. So, you know, just keep that in mind. I'm keeping it in mind. Keep it. Hold it in there. All right. So approximately 93% of communication is nonverbal, I guess. Body language, facial expressions, tone of voice, 93%, somehow they calculated that, is nonverbal. So those with nonverbal learning disorders have trouble interpreting this nonverbal language and rely, they rely, we rely on the 7% of communication that is verbal to understand what others mean, which I didn't realize how much of a disadvantage that put me at. Yeah. 7%. Yeah. Which makes sense why we are so like hyperverbal, why we rely on language so much because we are compensating for that inability to, you know, really interpret people's body language, mm-hmm. which when I think about it is so me. I'm not great at interpreting people's body language, but I'm very like language focused. I always want to have things explained to me explicitly, verbally, you know. So because individuals with nonverbal learning disorders rely so much on verbal expression, given their difficulties with body language, facial expressions, and tone of voice, they often talk excessively to compensate for their difficulties. What? (laughs) I don't know. I'm not seeing it in you. Yeah, Yeah, hard to make that connection. (laughs) A child or adult with nonverbal learning disorders will hold you to every word you say. Most children, as a result, also have large vocabularies and outstanding memory and auditory retention. This is why you were in the advanced reading group. I guess so. And I've always kind of said that, that despite my ADHD, I feel like I do have a weirdly strong verbal memory. That's auditory retention. It makes so much sense because I'm relying on language ex- like exclusively in order to kind of make my way through the world. So my brain has probably compensated for my lack of visual understanding by like really getting good at holding on to verbal memory. Hmm. So there's a little strength, I guess, that I've developed. A shining star among the dark side. (laughs) Yeah, the dark sky. (laughs) Thank you. Or garbage. (laughs) Yes, or garbage. Um, It says, once considered highly rare, this nonverbal learning disorder may be as prevalent as dyslexia. It is estimated that 3 to 4% of people have nonverbal learning disorders. Nonverbal learning disorders and anxiety tend to go hand in hand, just like with ADHD, because of the inability to understand and connect with people. Young children are usually good at hiding or compensating for their challenges, and they often charm adults with their precocious conversation skills, which that was me. I always had an advanced uh, You're so precocious. lexicon. I'm, I'm so precocious. Yeah. And it says that when you hit like teenage age, the te- when you hit the teenage years, it can really progress in coming out in a lot of anxiety because it can lead to difficulty connecting with peers, trouble setting priorities or picking up on social cues. Oh. It can, you know, cause problems with jobs, which totally makes sense. Even when I was like, you know, a teen, 
I've always just been difficult, I guess, a, ba- a difficult worker. And I feel like I've always had little problems with bosses or some coworkers. You're always Mostly sticking bosses. it to the man. Yeah, I usually am. But I think part of that so proud is of you. maybe that I'm not reading the full situation and I'm kind of just mouthing off because I'm paying attention to what people are saying, but I'm not great at paying attention to the mm. other visual aspects. So language characteristics in people with nonverbal learning disorders can look like early speech and language acquisition. So maybe a kid who, quote unquote, talks like an adult from a young age, always asking questions to the point of being repetitive or interrupting the regular flow of conversation, needs to verbally label information in order to understand it, Mm. difficulty comprehending unsaid or spatial information, can be extremely literal, struggles with sarcasm, innuendo, or other linguistic nuances and can be naive or overly trusting. And I know what you're thinking. This kind of sounds like autism. And there are some overlaps with autism. I was, I was just thinking that. I was right? like, that kind of sounds like autism. Yeah. So I have a list of traits that do overlap with autism and then some distinguishing characteristics of how you can kind of tell the difference. And also it's very comorbid with autism. It's also very comorbid with ADHD. So you can very easily have both nonverbal learning disorder and autism or and ADHD or all three and have a fun little blind. The hat trick. Oh yeah, the hat trick of disabilities. (laughs) (laughs) These overall challenges that I just read off are often masked by highly advanced verbal skills. So we're overcompensating with our lack of visual spatial reasoning skills with just being very verbal and sending the world's longest texts. Yes. Oh my God. I'm just like, (laughs) It's all making right? sense. Okay. That's me. So I know most listeners don't regularly text with Grace, but if you ever get a text from Grace or if you ever DM her, you're going to know it's her because she's going to send you a long paragraph or multiple long paragraphs back. And it's going to be like, wow, this is a lot to read. And I usually type in, oh, oh. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a big like less than a sentence response. And it totally makes sense now because you're relying on all of your language skills. Okay, how do you feel about emojis, though? I feel like I I like emojis. Okay. Do you feel like that helps you get your point across? Yes, I think it does. I think it adds adds to what I'm saying, and I feel like I've gotten pretty good at using them. Now, you, you occasionally with me use an emoji. You are not like I have an aunt who goes, hi, honey. Heart, smiley face, winky Mm. face, heart, heart, star. Actually, yeah, now that you say that, I rarely use emojis when I text. Yeah. I'll use them in like Instagram posts or like when I'm being silly, I'll use them to kind of show my emotion. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, I'm very language based where I'm a lot, I can, why use a picture when I can explain it verbally? Because doesn't everyone love a long verbal explanation (laughs) like I do? (laughs) I'm like, oh God, this is work. And I'm like, this is great. (laughs) And then, okay, I don't, I'll have to ask her about this. I don't know if she wants me to mention this or not, but Gracie, it makes so much sense why Gracie responds with her friend. Not everybody knows who Gracie is, but our friend Gracie. Who also struggles with with this stuff. The curling, her hair. Yes. She said she could, she could see where I have trouble with that. She's like, I get that. I'm like, well, that, I think you also have also both failed the spatial test online. Oh yeah. She also got really frustrated and didn't want to do it. And I got angry and gave up. Making, yeah, just it all is falling into place. <laughs> all right. And then one other, uh, another really interesting thing that I found that I really relate to, maybe not, uh, I don't know. Okay. So uh, it says another tell, telltale sign, despite their verbal proficiency, those with nonverbal learning disorders 
particularly children, often exhibit poor reading comprehension because a child with, uh, I'm just going to call it NLD. It can be NBLD, nonverbal learning disorder, or NLD. I'm just going to say NLD because I'm tired NLD. of saying the whole thing. NLD. So NLD stands for nonverbal learning disorder. A child with NLD may miss the forest and the trees because of their intense focus on the leaves, says Priscilla. Sure, 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 her, sure, her. RN. Priscilla Scherer. 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 Yeah. Uh, however you say that. But yeah, I thought that was really interesting. The whole. Scherer. Scherer. <laughs> the whole like. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Patricia. We're going to get this. Not Patricia. Priscilla. It's Priscilla. We got <laughs> oh, that one. I, I just said Patricia. Butchering this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think the whole like can't see the uh, forest we have trouble with like big picture thinking and I get so, so stuck on like the tiniest little details that do not matter. And I have a really hard time stepping back and like really understanding and seeing the full picture of something like with a reading comprehension thing. I'm good at comprehending like full books or stories or even a chapter. But if you gave me a short paragraph that was kind of complex and you wanted me to like understand it and figure out what was going on, I think I would have a really hard time with that. I need like a lot of context to mm. kind of see the big picture of what's happening. So you're like someone who enjoys those books that are like, here's a chapter just describing the scenery. No, okay. because I can't picture it in my mind. So I don't really give a shit what the scenery looks like. I don't <laughs> care what characters look like. I don't really pay attention to that, honestly. Like when I picture a character in my mind, I can't picture things. So I'm really just thinking about the concept or sometimes even just thinking about the words. Okay, okay. Here's my question. Yes. For if, going back to how you can't picture things. When, before the movies came out, there were books and they were called yes. Harry Potter. Yes. How did you picture Harry and Hermione and Ron? I didn't. You just, they were just like, this is... They are just abstract concepts in my mind. I never had like a person. I never picture one person and this is what I think I guess I the character the looks like. Thing. Like ever. When I think about it. I, yeah. And whenever okay. I, no, I do the same thing. Right. It's like this is the. I have like a concept of Hermione. Yes. Yes. I have like a list of her characteristics and traits and what she's like in my head. But I'm mm -hmm. never like picturing like Emma Watson. And you know, mm -hmm. now I do because I've seen what Hermione looks like. Yeah. But for things I have no visual comparison for, yeah. I have. There's nothing I've seen before that describes this. I'm really not picturing anything. I'm not thinking about anything other than like the words. Okay. That makes sense. I feel like I'm missing out on a big element of reading, especially fantasy, because I don't have any real world Do you context. read fantasy? Do you read? Do you read? <laughs> Do you even read? Hold on. Can we take a butt break? Yes. <laughs> okay. Cutie music. And we're back. And we're back. We got uh, butt pillows. So uh, I'm much more comfortable. Thank you. Yes. I feel like a... My butt can breathe. Let that butt breathe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't even know where we were. Wait, so I'm just I, gonna... I was so distracted. I couldn't even pay attention to you. Oh, I was talking about if you read. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to jump to the next part. Yeah. Oh, I read, bro. Okay. Do you even read? <sighs> Not really. I oh. just... I'm... I listen to a lot of audiobooks. Yeah, I, 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 um, I do this thing where I start a book and then I just never finish it. Yep. Same. And so I've got like five different books and then I'll pick up a, the book 
And depending on how interesting it is, I'll either start from the first page again and try and basically get up to the same point where I was last, or I'll just hope I remember most of it and keep going. Yeah, that's usually what I have to do. I just have to jump in and I'm like, I'll either figure it out or I won't, but I, I will not start back at the beginning because all hope will be lost. Yep. Yep. So I'm just going to jump into our next section, okay? People with nonverbal learning disorders have a, have strong speech and reading skills, which we talked about, but may have difficulties with math, for one, which, mm -hmm. yes, I always struggle with math. Yeah. So they may be able to add and subtract, but have trouble with shapes and geometry, which, yes, I had such a hard time in geometry. I like geometry. I cannot take like a 3 or 2D image and imagine it as a 3D that image. That was like all OCHEM. I can't. I'm so glad I didn't do OCHEM. good thing you didn't do OCHEM. I you you would have had to use the balls. Yes. The the sticking balls. And even then, yeah, and I would have to use sticking balls. Do okay, don't know what that is, but no. that's okay. Yeah, I think I would have failed out of that and I would have hated it. It wasn't fun. You know what? I like Ochem theory. Ochem labs sucked. It was a lot of directions that I just didn't follow. It all sounds terrible. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh visual and spatial reasoning is yeah. another thing we have difficulty with. This is like probably the biggest aspect of this type of disability that I have. We have difficulty with discrimination of differences of objects. So like, you know, spot the two different, spot the differences between these two objects. Oh. Uh, difficulty with visualization of images, which yes, I can't visualize. Mental manipulation of objects. Uh, yes, hate it. And determining one's location of their body in space. So for example, we have a really hard time imagining an object and then turning it around in our minds. Like I can't imagine what this object would look like, like flipped over and reversed i can't figure it out you know a mirror image yes yeah, yeah i, I really yeah i really can't do that i really have huh. a hard time with that fine motor skills they may be able to throw a ball but have trouble using scissors or writing with a pencil poor coordination well, seen as also... clumsy or also getting in the or always getting in the way using scissors yeah that's because you're using you're left-handed well that's part of it but also like i'm thinking about Things like, God, trying to cut a piece of paper straight, trying to cut wrapping paper oh, straight. Yeah. I'm always like, whoop, go totally <laughs> at an angle all the way <laughs> off. I'm really bad at drawing a straight line. So I feel like my handwriting is okay, but Your it goes downhill great. very fast. Like it starts off yeah, strong because kinda. I'm like overcompensating and really focusing on it. Mm -hmm. And then it really very quickly just like falls apart at the seams and gets real sloppy. And the throw a ball but having trouble using scissors thing is interesting because growing up, I was a pretty good athlete. Like, I feel like I, yeah. you know, I did really well in softball. I was good at throwing and catching and hitting. But then when I'm, I don't know, when it comes to those different tasks and when I'm not like locked into that focus, I feel like I, I can be very clumsy, you know, where I bump into things. I'm not good at judging where my body is in space. Difficulty with motor planning. So an example of motor planning is the ability to place yourself in the right location to catch a ball. I'm actually pretty good at that one. So yeah. I don't know if I have trouble with that one. And, you know, because it's a spectrum, you might have some aspects of this and not others. Difficulty with big picture thinking. So difficulty making generalizations or seeing the big picture. They see the details but don't understand what they add up to. And that is so me. I need to know what I'm looking at, like the whole big picture, before I can go into the details. Because mm. then I won't have any context for what these details mean. I don't really understand how they come together to make this big picture unless I see the big picture first. Got it. Difficulty identifying patterns. They may have a hard time seeing patterns such as a sequence of numbers or a series of shapes. Difficulties with social communication. They have no trouble talking or writing, but they may have a hard time understanding how others think or feel. This is huh. because they don't notice social patterns 
and they have difficulty recognizing nonverbal cues. What would be a social pattern? So I guess social patterns would be like kind of the song and dance of every time this group or these people have this interaction, this is kind of usually how it goes, you know, kind of like for some autistic people, they learn how to script. So they learn how to devise different social scripts for when someone asks you, how are you? You're supposed to respond like this, you know? So recognizing there is a pattern to how people communicate and this res- this question often elicits this response and this is how neurotypical people expect us to respond and kind of picking up on that pattern almost, almost in some ways so you can mask more. Yeah. For me, I feel like I wish I was better at socializing and I almost <laughs> wish I could mask more, but I just can't even get, you I can't pick can't. up on the patterns. Or I don't care to and I can't and so I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting to think about that one because we're always so unaware of our social deficits you know where it's yeah, like i, I had a fine time socializing as a kid fun, everybody but like, else did is I? like uh, they had no uh, friends yeah they were freaks <laughs> yeah it's hard to see our own social uh, deficits and then executive functioning can be affected which that sucks because i'm already so affected by my executive functioning with adhd it's and a then double whammy double whammy Nice. That explains why I always feel like I'm very bad at executive functioning. You just because wanted I to am. double down. Yep. Got both of them. Going to be real bad at this one. Yep. So for this one, within nonverbal learning disorders, uh, we have a hard time managing time and planning the steps required to meet a goal. Difficulty coping with change. Trouble following multi-step directions. I have a hard time with all of that. Nice. And those are, I mean, I'm still not, I'm still not taking autism off the table for me. It could be there. It could not be. But I feel like some of the traits that I'm like, ah, is that autism? They kind of sound like this, like my difficulty coping with change. I have a really hard time with transitions, but it didn't feel quite like in an autistic way. It always felt like slightly different. So I'm wondering if like this is really what is at the root of my difficulty with coping with change and my difficulty with multi-step directions and time management on top of having no time management because my ADHD. So you're talking about this, your NLD, but also all these are very similar to traits of ADHD and autism. How do you, how do you know the difference? Well, Kristen, let me tell you. It's a great transition, by <laughs> the way. It's a great transition. Sorry, I, I worked it. on it. It was great. You kind of ruined it, but. I think I enhanced it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so nonverbal learning disorder is slightly different from, but very similar to ADHD and autism spectrum disorder without intellectual impairment. So people with NLDs uh, usually have average or above average intelligence. They have strong verbal and reading skills, like we said. It's recognized as a learning disorder by psychologists in schools, but it's not listed in the DSM, which fuck the DSM. Fuck the DSM. It's a billing manual, basically. And nothing more. I shouldn't say that, but no, it is. It is. It, it leaves out so much. It leaves out a lot. So screw you, DSM. So nonverbal learning disorders have many characteristics in common with ADHD, which can make it very difficult to decide which disorder to diagnose. And obviously you can have both at the same time, which I do, but you can, you can obviously have one or the other individually. Not only are the symptoms similar traits, but so are the outcomes. And here's where we just bash on all of us. Poor grades, behavioral issues, and lack of social connections, fucking losers. <laughs> uh, I did not have poor grades because I cheated my way through school. So suck it, article. So here are just a few of the shared symptoms slash traits between ADHD and nonverbal learning disorders. Okay, I'm ready. So in both of them, you're going to see 
Excessive talking and interrupting. Yeah. Yeah. Problems with focus and follow through. That's you. <laughs> Difficulty with executive functioning and self-organization. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Double time. Impulsivity and behavioral challenges. Sure. Like, come on, man. I already have those. Uh, difficulty with social relationships and collaboration. Yeah, I do. Yeah, sure. Collaboration can be tough. a tough one for me. Uh, challenges with problem solving. Depends on the problem. Yeah. So on Sometimes the- I feel like you're good at problem solving. And sometimes I'm really not. <laughs> but sometimes yeah i feel like sometimes it's like sometimes you lose and sometimes you win <laughs> and sometimes you lose yeah i feel like it's one of my strengths when it when it works it works and when it doesn't it really does not <laughs> so i'm sure there's like an, a verbal versus visual component to that where maybe i'm good at problem solving when it comes to like language-based talking it out right. finding a solution but then visual stuff i'm like oh, i don't know just fucking crumple it up and throw it in the guess. corner <laughs> okay, yeah i'll just I, guess yeah i can't manipulate anything in my mind so i can't figure out how something is going to look or how it should look so I don't know, ask christopher on that one <laughs> he is my god too visual he's too visual so unlike children with adhd so this is where it differs so okay. children with non non-verbal learners you got it you got it <laughs> All right, so children. Who's the one who has dyslexia? It's still it's, you. It's still me. Um, <laughs> still you. Okay. So, so children with nonverbal learning disorders tend to have specific academic challenges in the areas of math and few or none in speech, reading, or writing. So really, mm-hmm. you're going to look for that discrepancy in academic abilities. With just ADHD, I think you would kind of see if you are struggling with grades. I think you would kind of see that across, like across the, the map. Board. I'm sure it would you know, fluctuate a little bit, but overall, based you're on not, what you like, like if you really love math, you're probably not going to do, you're probably going to do great math. Yes. Yeah. Cause you're interested in it. Yes. But I don't know if you'd see like F's in F's in math, but A's in reading, you know, I don't think that would just be like typical mm-hmm. ADHD. I think that big discrepancy is when it becomes, uh, this nonverbal learning disability. They are also unlikely to respond positively to medications that successfully treat ADHD. Interesting. Which, so I think if you just had a kid with a nonverbal learning disorder, they and you put them on ADHD medication, obviously it wouldn't do anything because they don't have ADHD. Right, and and they don't know. There's no really evidence of as like or research being done as to like or that we know of that's like why this is happening on like a neurobiological level well they think it has to do with the white matter in your brain and the hippocampus Um, and that might have to be a part two or a bagel bite to this because there's a lot more to learn about this that i haven't dove into researching yes but it has to do they think with the white matter in the brain okay yeah but then when you have someone who has adhd and nonverbal learning disorders like with me, the ADHD medication helps with helps me with some aspects, but which totally makes sense. Other things, I feel like the medication hasn't even touched, like my ability to regulate time and know how long things are going to take. Obviously, the visual processing aspects of it, my medication doesn't help with because that's not the same thing. So I think my meds helped with some things and the other things that really are just like not changing, not really improving. Uh, those are probably more based in my nonverbal learning disorder. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. And we are also more likely than children with ADHD to have problems with motor skills and motor planning. And then, okay, so then how it kind of overlaps with autism and then how it differs. So children with NLDs have very similar traits to those with autism also. So both autism and NLDs may include difficulty with understanding nonverbal communication cues. Yep. 
difficulty with making and keeping friends and working collaboratively. Okay. Physical difficulties with motor skills and motor planning, such as figuring out, I already said that one, where the ball will be, lack of focus or attention, and problems with executive functioning and planning skills. But in addition to these traits, however, children with autism may also struggle with speech and language issues. So children with NLDs are usually very good with speech and language as well as reading. Whereas if um, it's autism, you're most likely going to see some difficulties with speech and language in there. Repetitive movements. So unlike children with autism, those with NLDs don't typically engage in repetitive body movements such as flapping, rocking, or flicking. Hmm. So that's another big uh, difference. So I, I do stim like, you know, some kind of movement to some kind of fidget to keep me entertained. But I don't I don't really do any like repetitive things. I don't feel like I have the attention to do a repetitive body movement. I'll do it for like, you know, 30 seconds. And then that's done. And then you're on to the next. Yes. Yeah. So I guess you'd see more of that repetitiveness if they always are kind of rocking when they're anxious or something like that in autism and not in the uh, learning disability. I see. And, And then sensory challenges. These can make it difficult to function well in very bright, loud, or crowded spaces or when uh, there are strong smells present. Sensory challenges are not a part of nonverbal learning disabilities. So you're going to see those sensory challenges in autism and ADHD, but you're not going to see them just purely in the learning disability. Huh. Yeah. So, and we've kind of talked about how you will see those sensory elements in both autism and ADHD, and they look a little different. We actually have it on our schedule to talk about uh, sensory needs, sensory needs, in an upcoming and upcoming episode. Yes, and all kinds of other stuff, but yeah. not today. Yes, not today. So yeah, I thought that was just kind of. I thought it was really important to talk about the differences because they can look so yeah. similar. No, I'm really glad you shared this because this is a topic that I have never heard of until you brought it up. Until I accidentally discovered that Amy. I have a learning disability. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm glad you brought it up because it, it totally makes sense now what you're describing. So, do you want to go over your traits that you have or a few of them? Yeah, I just kind of wanted to list off a few things that I have realized about myself since mm-hmm. learning about this. And the other thing I wanted to say is that it is important to talk about this, and I'm glad we are because I have always been very focused on learning about verbal learning disabilities because that is what interests me is the language elements of it and because i have this visual spatial disability i never really took the time to learn about i don't know it's just one of those things where like because i have this disability i don't really like learning about visual stuff i want to learn about the language and so then i was just learning about language disabilities right even though i have a non-language based learning disability Isn't that a fun cycle? Fun, fun, fun. All right. So here are just a few of my quirky traits that I've realized are probably related to- I love the first one, and we have to explain it for- Yes. So because I have difficulty judging objects in space, distances, how, how far something is away from each other, I do a lot of what is referred to as the Boston bump. Um, For your international listeners, New Zealand. Yes. UK. Australia. 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 And and the rest of you, and those Thailand. who live outside of uh, New England as well. <laughs> uh, the Boston bump is when you use your bumpers, which is what they're there for. That's no. my argument. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No, this isn't something you shouldn't do. The bumpers are there to bump. It's in the word. It's in case it happens by accident. You shouldn't go or, out of your way to bump. 
It's not a hard bump. Okay, so when you're parking in Boston and then if you it's live really in Boston. Tight. There's no designated spaces. It's kind of first come, first serve. It's crazy. Yes. So if you're trying to get the car in there, and specifically if you have trouble judging distances, you're going to want a little physical notification no, that, hey, you're close you, enough you to that car and you can tell by the way you're touching you, it <laughs> and you can feel it because you definitely you're bumping don't. into it. You definitely don't. And then I know, okay, that's enough. I've backed up far enough and it, now I can move forward. No, and then I go forward, forward until I bump, hit this car. And then I bump the front one. I'm oh, like, okay, and now gosh. I've moved forward enough and now I'm perfect. And that is the Boston bump. That's... Um, <laughs> oh, I will never park near you. Some might say... Ian and Kristen included, that I am too reliant on the Boston bump. I, you shouldn't. How about the Boston bump shouldn't be something you rely upon ever. It should be like an accidental like, oh, I bumped you. Well, it's easy for you to say because you don't have a nonverbal learning disorder. I, do. So, I have a backup cam. <laughs> <laughs> well, even with the backup cam. Okay. Oh, that's another thing I have trouble with. Backup cams. Whoa. It has the lines. It's, I have trouble. It beeps at you. I can't. Just like with the curling thing, where I can do each one kind of individually. Yeah. When I'm trying to move backwards, but yeah. I'm looking at the screen forwards, that's a re that's really hard for me to do. I have a hard time. It tells looking. you there's arrows and lines. I don't give a shit. And, uh, <laughs> I'm saying arrows, it's difficult for beeps. me. So many things. All right, the beeping is helpful, but the camera itself, it's not. So you would rather just go without a backup cam? I'd rather just get a little bump. <laughs> And then I know for sure. <laughs> and then I don't need to take because it's not just like we are taking a poll. All right. Do All right. you do you believe in the yeah, do you support in the Boston bump? Yeah. Do you support it? I need to know because I know there's some of you out there who are who will be on my who side. Are bumpers. Yep. Bumpers. Get and get back to me. You should be shamed because No, you shouldn't. Be proud. It's a good strategy. <laughs> it's not. It's yeah, a, a good, good workaround. That's how you get your car keyed. It's never happened to me, so well, I guess it's you successful. don't have a car right now, right? That doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, other traits I have. Uh, I've already talked about can't figure out which direction to fucking curl my hair. Stupid. Uh, I'm not stupid. It's just a stupid. Guess you're wearing it straight. <laughs> it's a, yeah. I guess I don't curl my hair, but really, everyone people have always told me, "Oh, your hair looks so great, curly. You should wear a curly." I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I literally cannot. What about the roller rollers? The rollers, I still have to figure out which direction to go in. Okay. The rollers were better. Randy now told me I should be curling my hair in kind of a chaotic pattern, and I was like, "Great, perfect. That's the only kind. I, that's the only <laughs> that's way I can curl my hair." Yeah, it's been chaotic, so I'm glad that's finally like, the style you Thank want me you, to do. Thank you, Randy. Thank you, Randy. Oh, and so kind of along the same lines of I have difficulty looking looking forward at the backup cam as I'm physically moving backwards. I have a really really hard time watching a fitness instructor who's facing me. Oh, and I have a really hard time understanding what I am seeing and then figuring out what I'm doing. So if she's like facing me and she's like, all right, everyone punch with your left hand without her being up there. I know what hand is my left hand. I don't have a problem with right. that. But then it's her saying it and then me seeing her punching with her left hand. But to me, it's on the right side. And so then I every single time I'm like, OK, wait, what side do I have to do? And I get like really caught up and it takes me a little bit to figure out which side I should be moving to or which side I should be punching. Yes. Exercise. Yes. And I don't have a trouble. I don't really have trouble with left and right the way that you do a little bit. I, I have a, a very hard time with left and right. I'm actually like pretty decent at my left and my right. But it's when you throw in that visual element of now I'm having to process what I'm seeing and sync that up with what my body is doing. It's like I cannot do it. I lose all my coordination. You know, sometimes I do like one side 
when I'm doing a workout video, I do one side twice and then I'm like, fuck, I got to do the other side. So I got to pause the video. I like forgot to, they're like, okay, now other side. And I just keep going. I'm like, I'm on a roll with the left. We're going to keep with the left. Doing well with the left. And then they move on to the next exercise and I'm like, oh, I never did the right because I did the left twice. So I have to like rewind. Yes. Yeah. I I don't do that. (laughs) Whoops a doodles. That's a big whoops a doodles. It's technically a better workout. Just screw up a couple times. Yeah, you're just going. Or dump, sometimes I'm like, fuck it. I just won't do the right for that particular. <laughs> just be super bulky on yeah, your left. <laughs> yeah. All right. Other things, real quick, because I'm getting sweaty in here. It's a little steamy. It always steamy is. Steamy in the pod loft. Steamy in this pod. And loft. then we got to do. We got to do our bod. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The bod. Can't forget the bod. Yep. All right. A few other things I realized that I have trouble with. Rapid fire. Why. All right. I get really overwhelmed in big places with a lot of visual stimulation. A museum? So yeah, a museum, an antique shop, the grocery store. I feel like I have to look individually at every single item. I can't just like look at a wall of stuff and like take in what I'm seeing. Oh, I God. feel almost like I'm looking through a telescope. What about like Target? No, I have to look like at each thing as if I'm looking through a telescope. I have to like focus my vision on each individual item. I cannot just take like a summation of everything I'm seeing and be like, okay, I know what's here. And that's why it takes me so long to go in any store where I don't know where things are. It takes me forever or an antique shop where I want to see everything. I'm like, oh, wait, I just got to look at this wall. And then I'm like, I have to scan every single thing. I don't want to miss something. I have to, and then I get like headaches because I'm so hyper-focused and tunnel-visioned on what I'm seeing. It's that whole like, can't see the, you're looking at the leaf and you're not seeing the whole forest. You just have to look at every single leaf. Yes. Yeah. I can't just like scan it and be like, oh yeah, it's a forest. I have to be like, leaf, 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 leaf. And then, you know, it's overwhelming. It's very overwhelming. It takes me forever in any store. Ask Ian, he hates it. Now I have a reason I, I why. Hate <laughs> but shopping with you. He's so he's so much faster than I am going into any grocery store. He always gives me so much shit about how long it takes me in the grocery store. But now it makes so much sense that I have yeah. to like telescope in on every fucking item. And now you order to go. Yeah, I yeah. do. Really though, it's there's great. a workaround for those yeah. of you who have trouble with this. Order your groceries to go. It'll Maybe save we can you. do a bagel bite on Ooh, our yeah. own workarounds. Ooh yeah, it'll save you time and the mental space. And so kind of the same thing, I get really overwhelmed in video games when, you know, it's some it's a game where things are attacking or people are coming at you or there's a different team. It's like so much is happening all at once. I get so confused. I can't figure out where I am, which character I am, what's happening. And I kind of just like, oh, I get so overwhelmed and I like don't know what I'm doing. I just mash all the buttons and I don't like them. I don't like any type of like zombie game, anything where characters are going to come like into the screen and I don't have time to assess everything and figure out where everything is it's just it overwhelms me you're and stardew me. valley girl yeah i like a nice yeah. slow simple game. living in a diablo world <laughs> that's a good way to describe mm. it yeah um i've heard this is like a new england thing but i think specifically that i do this even more so maybe i wonder if i'm wondering if you do this uh i measure distance in time always i always measure distance in time like if you told me that something is a hundred miles away yeah. like that fucking means nothing to me how many hours will it take yeah that's how yeah i don't know if that's like a new i think that, i've heard that that's a new england thing well like who's saying like oh it's about 30 miles away I lots of people lots of people say that and i'm like that means nothing cool. that could take an hour or it could take 10 minutes like yeah. i don't know what's the traffic like yeah so yeah. i don't yeah, because you have to count traffic. Yeah, that, yeah. The distance because means you nothing. Go Thirty miles north of 
Bangor for all you Mainers out there. Bangor. You can cruise on like 85 out there. There are no cops out in Ooh. the woods. Yeah. You know, no one's going to catch you going 80. Yeah. Yeah. So you can go a lot more miles than like, you know, Kenny Bunkport. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, even if we didn't live in New England, I would always... I would always describe distance as time and not miles yeah. or any amount of, I just can't really, I have no concept of sizes. I'm really bad at judging distance or size. Like I, I can't estimate how long something is or how big a football field is. I'm like, I don't know. I, that means nothing to me. I, it's similar, but different for me because mm. I make everything about me. Mm. My units of measure are all messed up because I can like kind of judge like kind of a mile mm. or like how if someone says like it's a three miles away. I'm like, okay. Compared to someone said it's three kilometers away. I have no idea. Well, yes, yeah. we use the standard system. But if you say something's three inches long, I'm like, I don't know. But if you say, because I always measure in centimeters for my wounds and stuff mm. that I do for work, I know exactly what a centimeter is. So if you say it's three centimeters long, I go, okay. But if you say it's three inches long, I have no idea. Well, that just means that you're a traitor to our obviously superior measuring yeah, system here in America. Yeah, yeah we and know then, best. And then for, for small measurements, like I know how much a milliliter is, but I don't know how much an ounce is. I know how much a gallon is, but I don't know how much a liter is. I am so bad with any type of measurement. I don't know. Really? Yeah. It's mine. I just like, <laughs> and so I just like use them interchangeably. I'm like, uh, you're going to need about like three milliliters of this, but then can you go out and get a gallon of milk? And <laughs> People are like, what are you, you're all are you over from? The place. I'm all over the place. All right. So I'm wondering if you have difficulty with this. I have a really, really hard time with fractions. I've I've always been very bad at fractions, and I really struggle to use a tape measure. Um. Oh, my God. I was just about to talk to you about I this. I have such a hard time with a I tape measure. I was just about to talk to you about this because I've been in my house, my mm. new house, <sighs> I've been, the kitchen cabinets, I've been trying to measure the, like contact paper to put on the cabinets to 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 protect them mm. and so i have to use a tape measure to measure out the cabinets and i have a newfound respect for ian because you know how they're like measure twice cut once i measure 12 times i measure 12 times <laughs> yeah. i forget the numbers i yeah. measure again i write the numbers down the numbers are wrong but i cut anyway <laughs> get it wrong have to recut or add in contact paper still get it wrong <laughs> throw the contact paper down the hallway and then christopher comes in and fixes it <laughs> see i think i i'm like i'm okay at doing it like i can do it usually i can yeah. measure it properly but i just need to measure it so many times because i'm so paranoid about fucking it up. i just so I, keep forgetting the numbers that i'm like all right 21 and a half and then i turn around i go i don't know what that number was <laughs> <laughs> well mine is like when it says like one and one eighth of an inch on like i don't know what one eighth I, I don't know what that looks That's like. Why, on centimeters a are so much easier. I yeah. actually, halfway through doing this whole thing, I switched. I got a ruler that had the metric system on because I was like, this is so much easier. Hmm. It's a centimeter and so many millimeters. I don't know. For that one, I think it's the, the US system is just fucked. Hmm. And I think centimeters and meters is so much easier. Yes, it's not my fault. But I've always had a really hard time with fractions. So that makes sense why I have yeah. trouble with that when they say like yeah. one and one eighth of an inch I'm like, oh, i don't know what just tell me how many little ticks i need to count yeah. out why can't one eighth three, be one out of eight one big tick and three little ticks yes but i why although i guess an eighth is 3.5 grams 
And I do know that. Uh, I know you, you know get, that. You want to know why? Uh, your recreational activities? Yeah, my recreational fraction math is actually pretty good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's another one that I really struggle with. And All I'm right. curious if you have trouble with this. Word problems, specifically, like, let's say, you know, all right, two horse trains are traveling towards each other. Uh, one is leaving at 325 and they're going 45 miles an hour. And the other one is leaving at 410 and they're going 75 miles an hour. At what point will they meet? Like, I cannot do that for the life of me. Those were always the fucking hardest things in the world. And I was like, I was always like, how could anyone know this? <laughs> <laughs> When's their meet cute? <laughs> yeah, I just like, I can't, I can't manipulate the items in my mind. And I have a really hard time thinking about when like the distances and how far how fast they're going and where they're going like I just all of it comes together and I really can't do word problems like that can you do those um I did in the past when I was in college and you you felt like they went okay because I always remember having like an internal fit um I think it kind of depended on how much I studied mm. I think uh yes it just took me uh, yeah yes okay. and no Okay. I know for my physics professor was professors don't teach. They want to do their he's what like an academic. Mm. I'm there for my research. I'm not here to teach you even though you and your tuition supports my research and everything I want to do. Yeah, because they're not actually taught how to like right. teach. So that was very much one of those. Yay, the American education system. So um I think for physics, no, but for chemistry I kinda I, I got the problems okay. But what you're describing is a physics problem, so mm. I feel like I'm having a hard time relating to you on that one. Oh yeah, I I can't do like any of that stuff. Anyways, I think I'm. These are some of these are just like I suspect they may have to do mm. with this visual uh, processing disorder. Um, I can be pretty clumsy when I walk, even though I'm a pretty good athlete. When I'm not paying attention to where my body is in space, I can be very clumsy and break things and walk into things and knock over things. And I have broken many things because I misjudged the distance. For example, uh, I hit the curb, speaking of Boston bombs, I hit the curb with my car and bashed my hubcap off one time. Off? Yeah, I like fell off because I got too close to the curb. Like, how fast were you going? I think I was pulling away from it. It was that up at UMaine, actually. I think I was pulling away and I just like misjudged how far my tire was from the curb and I just kind of like scraped against it and it popped off jesus yeah uh, you like peeling away from the scene of a crime or something? <laughs> no i was just driving normally i also uh when i when i first got my license i did uh accidentally scrape against someone's car in a parking lot once that's a shameful uh, one that's a shameful pizza secret pizza secret for another uh, day i broke the washing machine door as a child because i dropped the laundry basket like on top of it and it like slammed down and smashed the door <gasps> off because i misjudged the distance of where i was putting the basket oh, down oh no uh this one is half my fault but i did smash a girl in the mouth with a frisbee uh, when i <laughs> when i worked at camp ketchup she was another so counselor secret after another yeah this is really just a rattle off of all my physical mm -hmm. misgivings uh we were standing in a big frisbee circle and we were all throwing the frisbee to be fair she wasn't paying attention oh but i chucked it mistake. across the circle and it this girl was not paying attention she's talking with someone even though we we're all standing around playing frisbee and it smashed her in the mouth and there were like probably 30 or 40 of us so it was like a big group of people Ooh. and it was that you know that moment where everyone's like "Ooh!" and everyone turns and looks and it was me who had thrown it and i was like oh no and it was like me and a few other people who were on my 
like standing near me and we were all seeing it happen. We're like, no. Uh, I hate those moments where it's like, oh, I accidentally hurt someone. Uh, yeah, so I've had quite a few mishaps with uh, misjudging distances. Uh, I'm sure I have more that I'll think of. And then the last uh, last one, I've always had trouble with this. It's a weird one, but I can't figure out which direction diapers go. <laughs> Unless it <laughs> says like front colors. and back. There's the tabs. What do you mean? The tabs go in the back so they can wrap around to the front. But sometimes there's both. There's tabs on both. What kind of what, what are you using? Pampers? I don't know. Whatever the baby has, whatever the baby decides, they have whatever the baby chose at the store. Tabs go in the front. I can't figure it out. They One have to, has... don't they have tabs that stick together? No, they don't have tabs. Yes, that they stick do. Together. And you're taking it from the back, and then you're folding over the tabs from the front, and the tabs from the front and the tabs from the back fold over together. Some of them, they have tabs on both the front and the back. I need to see it. Okay, so I used to be CNA where I changed adult diapers. Mm. I haven't changed many kid diapers, but I used to be a nanny where I did that. See, I'm only changing kid diapers. I'm not um, going around changing old people diapers. Old people diapers, it's so much easier because the old Is people it? can cooperate. Yeah. And be like, but then you got an old person dump in there. Yeah. Rather but, than a baby dump. Yeah, but with a baby dump, they're going to like pee <laughs> on you. <laughs> All right. You. New poll. Would you rather change an adult diaper or baby diaper? Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I think adults can cooperate and they will try their darndest not to pee on you but also adults have more free will and if they choose not to cooperate with you then you're in trouble you're in and real trouble where's like, it well, with the baby you gotta, if you don't if you want to i said i wouldn't talk about poop on this podcast but here we here are. we are if they don't want to cooperate with you they the adults at least have the foresight to know unless you're talking about like dementia patients are different 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 but that's still an adult they, diaper and that kind of falls yes, under but the i feel umbrella. like that's different because they have dementia and that doesn't mean they're not difficult i'm just talking about purely, purely the difficulty level of changing an adult diaper versus a baby diaper I'm if a baby if, is being difficult okay i don't care you're five pounds big right. i just pick up your legs and do it anyways but usually the adults cooperate and they're like let me turn for you let me Lift my bum for you. But if they don't, then you're fucked. And that's what yeah. I'm saying. Sometimes they can change their own diapers. I wish babies could. Yeah. Get together, babies. All right. But also, if you out there, <laughs> if you have difficulty figuring out which direction diapers go, please let me know. And let I me just, know I'm not alone on in this. one side, the back has tabs and the tabs go out. They wrap around and stick to the front. Whichever direction I do it, it's always wrong. And this because you're putting the tabs in the front. You get to put the tabs in the back. So they wrap Some of around. them have tabs on both. They don't. I don't know what diapers you're using, but the only they have the tabs go in the front. Well, whatever they wrap it is. wrap around to the front. I do it wrong. Uh, if you have a baby <laughs> and who's same, in diapers, please, please, uh... Send us, don't send us a picture of your baby. We don't need that. We need a picture of the diaper. Yes. And maybe on like a fake baby, you can show us a video or something. Uh, that's, yeah, that seems involved. But I guess if you want to, you can do that. This is for research purposes only. only. Exclusively. How do diapers yes. work? Okay. But I also have the same problem with like face pillows at the chiropractor. There's yeah. like little extra face pillows that you can put down because you're laying flat down like on a massage table. Yeah. And it, ha it almost looks like a Mickey Mouse head where it has, like, two almost, like, ears like that as, like, the hole, like, the face hole. Yeah. It's got, like, cushion on the outside and then you put your face in the hole. Yeah. And then, you know, it's got one little down here and then, like, the two mouse ears. And I can't – whatever direction I thought it was supposed to go. Where mouse one, ears are for your eyes, right? That's what I thought. 
Yeah. But then one time I had it and my chiropractor, Abby, told me that I had the face pillow the wrong direction. And I was like, oh, shit. And then I turned it around. (laughs) No, it was just whatever. It was upside down. Whichever way I was supposed to have it, it was upside down. But now I can't remember which direction I had and which direction she corrected me with. And it's so stressful. So now I just stopped using a pillow when I go. Because I'm like, I don't know which direction Uh, they're supposed to go. Just ask or just be like, I don't know which way this goes. But it's one of those things where every single time I'm like, fuck, which direction does it go? And I can't remember. <laughs> and once I don't remember, like one, if I don't get it right away, if I don't have a solid concrete, well, obviously it goes this way. Then every single time I go to do it, I cannot remember which direction it's supposed to go. Just like with the diapers. I, 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 there's only one set of tabs. I wish I hadn't ended on diapers because I feel like I've had so many good ones. Should we go to the bod? Yes, let's fucking okay, move on to the thank bod. thank you for cheering. <laughs> on to the bod. I just... Uh, well, let me wrap this up. Let yes. me wrap up. Wrap it up. Okay. Get, wrap it God. up here. I, I, I'm going to get you a picture of a diaper. I'll get you a picture of a diaper. We're going to settle this right now. Okay. So, you know, like with all these things... If you relate to like a few of these things, just like how Kristen related to like some of the things I was saying, it doesn't mean that you have this disability slash learning disorder. It may be, you know, because we have so much overlap with other learning disorders, you know, ADHD, autism, a bunch of different things. You might have a few of these, but it doesn't necessarily mean you have a straight up like nonverbal learning disorder. But if you related to a lot of them and you're like, you know, seeing where I'm coming from, especially on the Boston bump, but if you are relating to a lot of these things and you've had trouble with a lot of these things, like not just, oh, it's difficult for me, but straight up, like you can't manipulate objects in your mind. You don't know which way diapers go. Yeah. You don't know which way diapers go. You might want to look into this because I did and turns out I have it. And it's really helpful to know. Doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. Like it said, it means, you know, we have average to above average intelligence. So just like all disabilities, it doesn't actually, it's not an indication of intelligence. It just means that, you know, your brain has trouble with these certain tasks and it makes up for it in different areas. So you may be very uh, verbally inclined like I am. And if so, do you want to text with me? You know, do you want to send really long texts to each other? Is a question Someone I have for you. Someone needs to send a really long text message to Someone it's not long me. form text with me, please. You know what? Haley Longform texts with me. She does. And in- one of our uh, one of our listeners from Kangaroo Island. Oh, Enya. Enya. Oh, Enya. She's a long texter. Oh, she'll send me a long uh, yeah. message. <laughs> well, right. that's been... ADHD Learning Corner. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing. I appreciate you listening to me. Yeah. I, this was a, more of a moral support, kind of. Yeah. I don't think I was as supportive as I could have been. <laughs> Yeah, figure you, out the diaper situation you could have been more supportive on the diaper element but <laughs> i will not be <laughs> i do i really i do think it's helpful because you know with adhd we both have adhd so it's not like oh well i do this and maybe don't every single thing you're like well i also do that <laughs> but with this one it's really interesting because i struggle in this area and you don't yeah and so it's really helpful to see okay what are maybe just more traits of adhd and what are truly like beyond that where I really have trouble. I'm the control with this. in this situation. Yeah, you are. I'm the control group. You ever think you'd be the control group? No. For any anything? <laughs> uh, yeah. So thanks for being my control group. All you listeners out there, if you relate to this at all, please email us at weirdsofafeather at gmail.com or you can DM us, uh, send me a really long message, and I'll know what you're here for. Yeah. If you get a really short message, it's me. Sorry. Yep. That's how I communicate. All right, shall we wind it down with our bod? Yeah, I forget the song for the bod. Do we have a bod no, song? No, we don't have a bod song. We have no bod song. But first we say goodbye to people and then we do oh, the okay, 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 okay. So let's slam it out so, real quick. If you enjoyed our show today, you can 
follow us on wherever you get your podcasts, which could be Spotify, could be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or someplace else. Yep. If you'd like to follow along on not Thursdays when we release our episodes, you're welcome to see you're welcome to follow us at Weirds of Feather on Instagram, Weirds of Feather on TikTok, and you can email us at weirdsoffeather at gmail.com. And we have a Facebook group. And we have a Facebook Weirds group. Of a Weirds of a Feather. You can join. It's, it's, it's up growing. and coming. It's, it's growing. growing one by one. People are starting to talk. Yeah. Uh, you can write us a review. Five stars only. You can give us a rating of five stars only. It's a key. Five stars. Yep. We don't accept anything less. No. Um, don't insult us. Or you can just DM us and tell us nice things because it's always nice to hear. Yep. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Hope you learned a little bit about yourselves and uh, we will talk to you next week. Yeah. Let's uh, move over to the bod. Yeah. We're going to fade out on All this bod. Right. Bird of the day. So we have we have a, a listener who shall not be named, who has a friend who also shall not be named, who has stated, I'm not naming them because they said this in confidence and now I'm sharing their secret. They are sexually attracted to this bird. And now I can see why. It's a, se- <laughs> <laughs> it's a sexy bird. I was not expecting it's- <laughs> that response. <laughs> and the bird of the day. I need to know who said this. I, I can't tell you. Okay. You don't know them. The secretary bird. Have we done this one yet? No. We've only done two. Check out this bird. I'm going to send you a picture. All right. Let me see this sexy, sexy bird. I'm going to share it. I'm going to send it. I'm going to text message it to you. All right. Text message it to me. Secretary bird strutting herself. Yeah. That's the that's the Reddit comment. Damn. Yeah. It's okay. Right? Right? That is a sexy bird. Right? It's She's a sexy bird. Beautiful. Okay. Everybody look this up. Secretary bird. Sexy bird. All right. And this bird, it's like special talent is to kill snakes by stomping on them there's a lot of like gifs and um memes on the internet of this bird just like totally like just killing a snake by stomping on it with it's like long oh beautiful God. legs yeah look it up that's my fun fact all right now we need the call right. you got it yeah <laughs> all right all right all right I feel like yours wasn't gurgly enough. I know. I gotta wait. Wait. Let me try again. It's very guttural. Yeah, but it's also like quiet. I feel like we're too loud for the secretary. How's that? How do you how do you do gentle but guttural? You know, a gentle gut. Yeah, gentle gut. I don't know if that was it. I don't know if any of this was it. Secretary bird, are you here in the room? <laughs> so sexy. So sexy. Wow. Oh, I wish I'd known you were coming. I would have dressed up a little. I would have put on more deodorant. <laughs>